Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt. And my name is Casey. Hope everyone's having a great day today. It is the return of Convince Me. We have another Convince Me. This time, I am on the convincing side, and Casey is on the convince side. I like it when I don't have to prepare for this. I can just sit back and, and listen to what you have to say. Because these things, guys, believe it or not, this takes some strategy. You know, we, we want to make sure that we have a compelling argument in terms of, of what we're trying to convince. Uh, I've only had to do two. I think you've done three. So this is your fourth one, I think. So we're a little lopsided here. So I'm going to have to get a couple in under my belt. I must have more scalding hot takes than you do. Um, so <laughs> I think so. I think you do. Actually, I just think that's the dynamic of our relationship. You do have a lot of I think more I'm more of a eh, whatever kind of floats your boat you do have some hot takes that I think more than I do so that probably could be part of it to pull back the curtain a little bit into our how we record things we a lot of times record our episodes in pairs and so this episode uh, we are recording right after our perfect Disney day episode and um, so as we're recording that episode, there's a part that we talked about that I was like, oh, this is pretty much my convince me. So uh, we kind of already talked about it a little bit in Tuesday's episode, but I want to flesh it out a little bit more. And so I don't know if this is as hot of a take, but I feel like I, I feel like it is for some people. So I, I'm, I'm, it's a parks focused one. I love and it. And this is Fantasmic is the best Disney nighttime spectacular period all right wrap up the show he's got me convinced (laughs) (laughs) when you you said it on tuesday i was like oh well i guess this is gonna be an easy convince me all right see everybody uh so casey where can they get a hold of us (laughs) (laughs) i agree with you but i'm curious to hear your takes on this so yes please uh please please tell me so i think it's safe to say that pretty much what we're debating against is Magic Kingdom's Nighttime Spectacular, Happily Ever After, and even I'll compare it against Wishes. Um, See, I've never seen Wishes, so that'll be lost on me. But but still, for, for our listeners out there who've seen Wishes, I'll even compare it compare it to Wishes. Because well, there's, really, there's, there's, there's four of them, right? I mean, if you really think about the four Nighttime Spectaculars that are current, there's, there's Fantasmic, there's Happily Ever After, there's Epcot Forever right now, which is technically the current one, and then there's uh, Rivers of Light, right? Those are the four current ones, and if you want to add in Wishes, and I guess theoretically Illuminations would be the most previous one to Epcot. And I'll add Illuminations into that as well, because I, I, I think it, it my argument is still valid. Um, and But I really think, I, I don't think there's much argument out there, maybe I'm wrong, that Phantasmic is better than Rivers of Light or Illuminations or Epcot Forever. Maybe um, I'm wrong. I think you. I think you'd be surprised. Actually, a lot of the circles that I'm in put Rivers of Light as the lowest. Regardless, Phantasmic is second lowest. A lot of people don't like the show. It's really weird. Mm. The the take is getting hotter. I'm feeling the warmth <laughs> of the take. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hear it because I think I'm going to be agreeing with you most of the way. First thing you've got. In my mind, it is a more story-driven show. All of the shows are story-based. I mean, that's what Disney is. They tell stories. But things like Happily Ever After and Rivers of Light and Illuminations tell like this more abstract story 
where it's like, okay, things are, we all are searching for our happily ever after. And here's now some music and images that kind of show that. And like, it's, it's, it's more like pie in the sky story. Whereas Phantasmic has a pretty clear like plot almost that you can follow where you've got like Mickey comes out and does all the sorcerer things and it's really cool. And then the villains try to take over and then they defeat villains with the power of imagination. So there's there's a little bit more in my mind like engaging story there. So that's my first point. And kind of wrapped into that, you do get like a Mickey Mouse focused show. Like He's the main character in this show. And in general, you're getting more characters, not just on screens, but you're getting this really great blend of live characters where, I mean, obviously Mickey Mouse is live. You get some of the Pocahontas characters. You get uh, the evil queen where she transforms into the old hag. A magic spell in the black of night with a scream of fright. You get the spectacle of the snake and the dragon. It's so you you get this really great blend of these screens and the live action. And then at the end, you end it with the boat, Steamboat Willie driving the boat and a bunch of characters on that boat. And you get to see some of your favorite characters and they're all waving and dancing. And I, I think that just is a great culmination to the end of that show. Yeah, I agree with you. And before you continue, I, something I want to say here, something you mentioned, which I think is a very important point to your convince me, which is it's a story driven show. Disney shines most when it is story driven. One of the reasons and one of the biggest criticisms of Rivers of Light and the reason why it has not been as successful is there is no story. They had a little bit of a, you know, we are one, we are the earth. But for the most part, there's no IP attached to it at all. And beyond that, for a kid, it's really hard to follow. For an adult, it's got some soothing music. I own the soundtrack, but the story is lost. And as such, the show is lost, which is one of the reasons why you can catch that show whenever you want, because it doesn't fill up. The only reason why it fills up is because people kind of move into it as the show starts. But to, you don't have to wait in line for it. It's it's just a really bleh show. And I think Disney realizes that. And I'm hoping that they put some effort into it to make it better as we move into 2021. And I think what frustrates me about Rivers of Light, just to kind of go down this rabbit hole here, there's so many good animals in Disney. Mm-hmm. How, how do you not make a animal driven story where it's pride rock and then scar comes in and takes over and, um, or Ursula comes up from the sea. It's, it's not like Disney has no animals to work off of. I, I yeah. get that animal kingdom is more of a park of the conservation and real life animals. But to me, there's, there's some IP there that you could easily make. Well, Lion King is all about conservation. I mean, and it's one of the most beloved movies. I mean, again, our survey says episode, it was the number one movie. So, I mean, there's some room, or at least at top two, there's some room to maneuver there. And, and again, it's a multi-billion dollar uh, IP that they own. I agree with you. It's not like they're short on animal characters. Okay, back to Phantasmic here. I, I touched on this a little bit. I want to touch it again because um, I, I don't know if I drove the point home 
strong enough. The blend of live and screen is really, really something that I love. One of my biggest criticisms right now of the nighttime show in Magic Kingdom, the projection technology is insane. It is awesome. It's so cool. But outside of Tinkerbell, there's no like live characters. It's just projected on the screen. And that's fine. And I again, I think it's very, very cool and very well done. But I love that I get some real live characters in this show. I, I really value that as, as something in my shows. And partly because I've been a part of shows and productions and things like that. And to know that there's so much going on behind the scenes there where people have to dive down doors and come up at a certain time and effects have to go off. It's just, it's really cool. Okay. I'm going to play a Hades advocate for just one second here. Okay. Okay. Hades advocate. I don't necessarily know if you could do anything with live performers at magic kingdom for a nighttime show that would be that you would be able to catch and be able to see from from most angles in the park, unless you are right up in the front where you can see the stage, the further back you are, you're not going to be able to see that, right? And then beyond that, I mean, even the projections themselves, unless you've got a very specific area of the park, you're not going to be, that's one of the biggest criticisms of Happily Ever After is that it went a little bit more towards the projections. So being able to see it anywhere in the park makes it much more difficult. So, I mean, do you think that putting live action, is your argument they should put live action into the, the, the show at the park? Or you're just saying because it doesn't have live action, Fantasmic is superior? Yes. Uh, the second one where because it has live action, it is superior to me. But you are, you segue, Casey, it's like we planned it, but we didn't. You are segueing right into my next argument. Okay, all right. <laughs> and that is the overall experience. And you have heard us talk about this on the show countless times. You will continue to hear, especially me talk about the show countless times. The overall experience of Fantasmic is better than that of Happily Ever After and any Magic Kingdom nighttime show. That I might not agree with you on that one, but I'm going to get back to you on that in a minute. So we talked in the in Tuesday's episode where if you want a decent seat, and seat is not the correct term, if you want a decent standing spot for Happily Ever After, you have to go in and scout out, I mean an hour minimum, if not more time. So I have to spend an hour and a half to two hours, possibly even more just chilling at a spot in order to watch a fireworks show and a projection show. And Disney doesn't like when you just like sit places. (laughs) So a lot of times, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm standing there for a long time and it's, I'm getting hungry, but I can't leave now. I mean, obviously if there's people with your party, you can, have people swing in and out, but it just, I I don't love that experience. Whereas Fantasmic has, if I'm not mistaken, two show times. So you can pick which one you want. There's seats. It's in an amphitheater. So I would argue there are some better seats, but I have sat all the way on an edge. I have sat close. I have sat far away. I have never felt like I've, I've had a bad seat in the house. And with, to your point, yeah, you can't do live characters in the Magic Kingdom nighttime show because unless you were in the front five rows, you wouldn't be able to see it. 
Well, that's the beauty of Phantasmic's amphitheater is that they have made it so everybody has the chance to see. And I think that's just a better overall experience. And then, okay, the show's done. Now I leave the park. In my experience, getting out of Phantasmic is just so much better than the mad dash and the, the weird, like everyone feels just so claustrophobic getting out of the magic kingdom show. So I I think overall experience, it's just better. So I, I'd agree with you. First of all, getting out of Fantasmic is not much better. I mean, it's, it's, it is also just as claustrophobic. You're going down that back path to get out. Um, I don't, I, 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 I don't remember it being as, I mean, obviously any, any time you're taking a huge crowd of people and moving them out at the same time, there's going to be a crowd, but also because of the seats, you can Mm -hmm. kind of chill for a second. You can. And I would agree with you on that. I would. I would. Agree. The one thing I don't like about the one thing I don't like about Fantasmic is that once you're done, you're done. You're exited out. There's nothing more. You're you're out. Where with Happily Ever After, you really can mill about Magic Kingdom for almost another hour to ninety minutes because there's still the Kiss Goodnight coming. There's the after show coming. Uh, Fantasmic that pretty much is the signal at the end of the day at, at the park. So there's, there's some kind of give and take there, but I a hundred percent agree with you in terms of the seating. I mean, when we went with my, with my brother and my sister-in-law back in, in uh, February of 28, uh, 2019, it was cold that night and a little rainy and, and it was like 55 degrees out and, you know, it was kind of drizzly, but they were letting the show go on. And we, we were there for 90 minutes waiting for the show to start to get a really good seat. And I mean, my brother went on this long rant to like, oh my God, I'm paying all this money. Blah, blah. I totally, totally get all that. One thing I said I was going to round back on. So the one show that I will say is superior to Fantasmic only happens during Halloween, and it's the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular during uh, the the Halloween party. I do feel that that castle show, because they do it three times every night, they do the party, uh, that castle show uses a, a combination of live action, fireworks, and projections. It, it, it is exactly what you you're describing. It's far superior. It's got the Sanderson sisters. It's got all the villains. You know, uh, you know Captain Hook, Ursula. Well, I don't think Ursula's there, but Captain Hook, Maleficent, uh, Evil Queen. It, it, it is. It's about 15 minutes long, similar to what Fantasmic is. It's what Fantasmic could be if it was done in front of the castle. So I, I will agree with you there. And there's a story, and that makes that's one of the things that makes it really good too. But other than yeah. that, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And I mean, just some kind of, you know, tie up loose ends on my argument thing, though. Again, I, I'm I, the question of did I convince you clearly is yes. Um, but um, I think the music's better. I think the Phantasmic music, I find myself singing that way more than Happily Ever After. Um, that I just I love it. And the and Mickey Mouse doing with the water effects like it, it that just it's really great. also a personal thing and i understand this is a personal vendetta i don't like fireworks i don't understand the obsession with fireworks just not at disney just anywhere i don't understand why people like to go to fireworks shows firework technology has not done anything in however many years it's they fire it up it makes a really loud noise and it makes a 
pretty color of like kind of a red, kind of a blue, kind of a green, kind of a purple. And even some of them don't even make a sound. They just make a really loud noise. And so just fireworks, it's like, oh, yeah, cool. That was a really loud noise. And I just I appreciate that Phantasm uses some other effects rather than just look, here's a loud noise and a shiny light. Yeah. So I, I, I just think it, I just tend to like it better when I, when I think about those nighttime shows, I, I just tend to like it better than Happily Ever After. We're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Hey, everybody. It's Matt here. Hope you're enjoying today's episode. In preparation for it, I have been listening to the Fantasmic soundtrack pretty much on repeat for the last week and a half. I love, love, love that music. And I've been using the cell phone accessories that I got from our partners, Riss and Cal. They have great quality with the earbuds and all the accessories. I've been using the accessory kit to help keep them in my ears as I've been running or moving around. Um, And those have been really great. The whole package is really fantastic. Our listeners can get a special deal today if you go to 4frills.com slash shop. That is the number 4, P-H-R-I-L-L-S slash shop. And if you put in the promo code BEERS, B-E-E-R-S, promo code BEERS, you're going to get 15% off. And if you spend over $50, you're going to get your choice of a $10 gift. So a lot of great things that our partners are offering to our listeners. All right, let's get back to the show. And, and I think everyone's kind of got kind of their own, you know, cup of tea and and some of the shows we talked about wishes again, you know, that was, you know, that held a place in a lot of people's hearts for many years. I never saw wishes. So for me, my, my first introduction to a nighttime show at Disney world uh, was in 2010. They did a completely different show that year, that summer uh, where it had captain hook taking over the castle and the fairy godmother had to use special magic with Tinkerbell to get the castle back. And Did you see, they... where is this? Where, where are these shows? The one you're talking about on Halloween, that one, like I, I understand that like happily ever after and all their stuff, they're trying to like, they're definitely trying to release the, the dopamine of like, look, you had a wonderful happily, happily ever after time. Oh, magic is real and all this other stuff. But like, where's that? That's what I want. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree with you. And again, that was my first introduction. I think my affinity to Phantasmic actually, again, has to do with that same trick. So this is going to be a little little story down, down memory lane for me and, and want to explain why I enjoy Phantasmic on top of the reasons you've laid out. So my first trip to Walt Disney World was in 2010. My then you know boyfriend, now fiance, Nate, knew I had never... Uh, been to Disney World, so he planned this amazing four night or four day, three night trip, or maybe it was I don't know, it was four days. We were there for four days. It was a quick trip, knowing nothing at all about the parks. Uh, this was back when fa- paper fast passes were still a thing. Yes, we stayed at Art of Animation Movies. We went literally open to close each day, you know, rope drop to close. I mean, it, it was hot. It was the middle of August. I was there on my birthday. Well. We went to Hollywood Studios and we had an amazing day at Hollywood Studios. We had an amazing time there. And, you know, we knew about the show Fantasmic and, and, and we had read about it in the park map and we wanted to uh, to be able to to go. Well, so 
no fast passes. We get there per the advice of somebody on the bus about an hour before the show starts to get in line because that's what they tell you to do. And of course, you guys all know if you've been a Fantasmic, you're you're kind of going up that ramp, that corridor, waiting to get let in. And we're we're back pretty far. I mean, we're we're not to the entrance, but we're you know we're we're kind of middle of the road. We see the signs. I think we were parked by the Jafar sign to be honest with you. And uh, it's hot. I mean, first of all, it's just hot out. It's probably 90-something. It's humid. There's been some rain, so it's really humid. And we're all packed in together. I mean, I've got some pictures. I'll send you a picture so you can post this picture. We are soaked. And they were doing two showings of Fantasmic that night. They were doing a showing at 7 o'clock, and they were doing a showing at 9 o'clock. So right around 6.45, they'd still not let us in. And over the loudspeakers, they finally come on. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the inconvenience. Uh, Unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, the Dragon is not operating, and we're going to have to cancel the 7 o'clock show. You're welcome to wait in line for the 9 o'clock show. We should have it fixed by then. So we'd already been in line at this point for an an hour-ish, hour and 15 minutes. We're hot. People start to take off. We do move up a little bit, but for the most part, most people stay. So here we are. We wait another two hours, another two hours for the show. And again, about 15, 20 minutes before the show starts supposed to start. Ladies and gentlemen, we're so sorry. The dragon's still not working. The nine o'clock show of Fantasmic has been canceled. So first trip to Walt Disney World. That's our last night there. We don't even get to see it. Ooh. So... It was the, one of the biggest letdowns, but we still had fun. But just imagine, I mean, that last four hours of our time there, you know, was gone because of the show. And so we went back to the hotel and I think we had pizza or whatever. It wasn't until 2012 when we went back that I said, we are going to the show. We are the first thing we're gonna, it was the first part we hit. We're going to do it. And we saw it. And I just remember being enthralled. So for me, I had two years to really kind of, you know, marinate on this idea of going to see the show and how awesome the show is going to be. And so I think that's where my affinity for the show is. And it didn't disappoint. I love Sorcerer Mickey. I love Steamboat Willie. I love everything about that show. Now I'm going to say this. There are two versions of the show. There is the Walt Disney World version and there is the Disneyland version as well. And I have watched YouTube clips of the Disneyland version and everyone who has seen the Disneyland version, especially the revamped one with the Pirates of the Caribbean, will tell us it is the far superior of the two. And so I do hope that at some point in the future, Disney World makes the decision to take down Fantasmic for six months and revamp it and make it even better with better projection technology, better special effects. I know they can do it. And again, I, I, again, we talked about this last episode, you know, plussing things and making them better. That is what Walt is all was all about that Disneyland would never be finished. And I think Fantasmic uh, could, could be plussed for sure. So uh, I have a less of a grandiose story, but um, the first time that I saw Fantasmic was on a high school trip. I was down there with my high school. Shout out to Carmen Ainsworth Community Schools in Flint, Michigan. Woo! Uh, we went down and marched a, marched in a parade there. And so we went and saw Fantasmic, and we were on one of the edges. And of course, because it's a bunch of high schoolers and we're there at the show early and we're bored, what do we start to do? We decide we're going to start the wave in this amphitheater and we did it. 
<laughs> well, you know, it's really funny. the coolest people ever. Well, it's the wave is fun. I also love the pre-show music they show they have as well. They actually pull some music from an album. They still play this for a little while. About five years ago, they went to the Disney radio, which I absolutely hated. But pr- they went back to this. Finally, they pulled some music from a uh, an album called the Mouse House Dance Mixes. The Mouse House yes. Dance Mixes. And they've got like the tiki 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 room in the in the in the theme of the Macarena. They've got there's a couple of other things. I'm I'm gonna have to post some links to these because I downloaded the album um and use it because it's amazing. But it's like a house mix of different songs, and you know, you can dance and have fun and you know, it's just it's the, the it's it's a fun carnival atmosphere that the whole show you know they've got all the concessions at the top um again i mentioned this last show the the cinnamon roasted almonds is a must every time i go you know i don't know it's just got such fond memories for me yeah let me ask you this kind of going one step further of i don't i don't make this another convince me because i'm not necessarily convinced that i agree with this take I have skipped the nighttime shows, I want to say 25% of the time that I'm in a park at night. I think there's this idea that you have to do a nighttime show. You know, whatever it is, if you're missing it, what are you doing? Maybe maybe more people are on my side than I think, but sometimes I'm just like, you know, I'm going to go do other stuff or even... I don't want to deal with all the crowds getting back on my bus or it, it, I'm just going to leave before the show even starts, get back to my hotel. I, I've had a great day, rest up and be ready to rope drop it tomorrow. It, it, do, you, do you agree? Are you, or are you like a, nope, I have to do the nighttime show at any park that I am in? Uh, no, I don't agree with that. I don't agree that I have to do the nighttime show at any park I am. I do believe that happily ever after is a show that you cannot miss. I, I absolutely believe that even if you're not totally focused on it, I, I'm the type of person when I saw it the first time I had to park myself after that, I'm good walking on up to it as the show starts with whatever view I've got catching a little bit of it and maybe moving on, but happily ever after is worth it. I believe phantasmic is one of those shows that if I'm in the mood, awesome, but I've seen it enough that I don't need to see it every time. I don't like Illuminations. I always hated that show. So for me, Illuminations was never a must-do. Epcot Forever was cool, but I won't see it again. I know it's a temporary thing until they put the new one in, but eh. And then Rivers of Light, I saw it once. If there's room and I don't have anything else going on, sure, I'll sit down and watch it. But I'm the type of person that Happily Ever After is a must. The other ones, you know, it depends on the time of night. You know, it depends on how tired I am. You know, sometimes honest the thing that drives me nuts about disney properties especially if you're on a value resort uh or well really all the resorts i mean i haven't stayed at the deluxe so i don't know for sure but their pools close really early they usually close about 10 p.m yeah so if you stay for a nighttime show you can't go back and swim and that's frustrating to me like i wish the pools would stay open till midnight or 1 a.m and allow people coming back from the park to go chill in the pool for a little bit, right? So for me, especially it's been a hot day in the park. You know, we did this when we went to Coronado 
uh, back in February, you know, we had a very relaxing trip and we just said, there were nights we, we left around six o'clock at the parks and came back, grabbed dinner and went swimming for three hours. You know, that to me, that's real, that that's vacation. Now, what I will say is I've been in the parks 10 times in the last 10 years. I can say that if you don't go to the parks often, or if you're a once every couple of years, yeah, the nighttime shows are there for your enjoyment for that reason. And I will say one more thing. There is nothing better than taking the time to mosey around a park as people are flooding out of it and you get to mosey into the shops. I love the confectionery at night on Main Street. I love yes, the, villain, I the, 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 the Villain and Vogue store, the, the, the gift shop on, on um, the Main Street there in, in Hollywood Studios at night. I think Hollywood Studios is the prettiest park at night. So I love hanging back at Hollywood Studios. One of the reasons why I love Fantasmic so much. You know, and that's not even including Galaxy's Edge. Holy smokes. I'm just talking just the main thoroughfare there. So, you know, part of a Disney vacation for me is hanging back, taking it all in, watching people watching, smelling the smells, the good smells, not the bad smells. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. So, no, it's not yeah. it, it, it's not a must for me every time. Yeah, and, and, and you've touched on it. If this is your once in a lifetime trip, you like 100%. I'm, I'm commanding that you do it. <laughs> um, but it, but yeah, if you, if you're a person that visits the park often and I, I, but I have talked to some people that I think they do the nighttime shows because they feel like they're required to as a Disney fan. And, and it's like, no, you, you don't have to, you can do whatever you want. Um, and, and so I, I, I am starting to, to about, one again one out of every four times say you know what let's just go do other stuff whether that's just go back to the hotel and swim um resorts also have events that happen you know um um i've stayed at all-star movies where they're showing a movie by the pool and that's fun and relaxing and and not a lot of people and it's fun or you decide to get a ride where only a 15 minute wait, or even in some cases you can walk on because everyone is out watching the show. Yeah. Well, especially at magic kingdom, because everyone's watching the show, although you can't get to most of those rides behind the castle, all the stuff in front, Tomorrowland, Adventureland, you can usually get to, and it is, it's straight up walk on because everybody's watching the shows. Uh, so I, yeah, hundred percent. Well, Matt, I think this has been a good episode. You didn't have to do a lot of convincing. If anything, I think it was just more or less just a, you know, Hey, let's talk about this. And I think you said one last thing, and I want to say this, there's no wrong way to do Disney. There are unproductive ways to do Disney and there are productive ways to do Disney, but there's no wrong way. Disney is one of those things that the reason why people go back time and again and again and again is because they do figure out ways to make that next experience just a little bit better, just a little bit better, just a little bit better. And I will tell you that some of my best experiences at this point have been trips over the last couple of years where I haven't had to plan everything out to a T. It's just been a take it as it goes, use the tools that are at your disposal, but you don't have to plan everything. And that includes not having to plan if you're going to go to a nighttime show. If you don't mind casually catching the nighttime show, then pick it up the last minute and go check it out if you're able to get into it. If not, no big deal. Go ride Tower of Terror. Go ride Rock and Roller Coaster. Go back to Galaxy's Edge and take in the beautiful lights back there. That's the thing is that 
you know, oftentimes people think, ah, oh, you know, I can get everything done at Disney World in a day, or you can't get everything done at Disney World in a week or two weeks. I mean, it takes multiple <laughs> trips. It will never, ever be done. So, all right, it's closing time. How do our wonderful listeners get a hold of us if they'd like to? You can send us an email, beersandears1928 at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, Beers and Ears Podcast, join up. We got uh, over 350 members the last time I checked, approaching 400 here, uh, hopefully soon. We have Twitter and Instagram, beersears1928. You can tweet at us, tag us in posts and things like that. Uh, We're happy to interact with you. We love hearing from our wonderful Beers and Ears family. As always, rate and review us, five stars, five stars. And um, do episodes. Every Tuesday and Friday, we just have set the schedule of episodes coming up, and we've got some really, really fun ones on the horizon. Yeah, absolutely. By the time this debuts, uh, we already did our Hamilton reviews, so that's all kind of there. But yeah, we've got new episodes set to uh, debut here, kind of moving into August. Uh, And then August um, is going to be kind of fun because we're going to have... possibly we're going to have we're going to have a new brown who's going to be joining us here pretty soon so you're going to be taking a little bit of a break for a couple of episodes uh because of your new baby correct yes um so uh yeah i'm I'm expecting my second kid um, another daughter so i'm gonna have two daughters um, and she's due in mid-august so we're we're trying to figure out um (laughs) how to record around that because um, in the hierarchy of my life, while this podcast is very important to me, <laughs> my, 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 my children are more important. I'm offended, Matt. How dare you say I'm not important? No, no, we're, we'll probably bring on a temporary guest host to, to help us out with the, the episodes uh, while you're out for, for a couple of episodes. But yeah, we're excited to bring new baby Brown number two into the world. So that that's exciting. But All right, guys, let's raise our glasses. This one has been on us. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being fans of the show. And we will see you real soon. Bye, everyone. See you next time.